Welcome back, everybody. Another week, another podcast. We're, we're here. We're doing it. The gang's all here. We've got a very exciting episode. We have a, some guests coming in later that we'll talk a little bit more about. Uh, but we got everybody here. What's up, guys? Hi. Hey. <laughs> I got nothing. Hello. This is always the most engaging part of the podcast. <laughs> I love this part of the podcast. This is like, it's my mood eternally. Yeah, part of it's on me for continuing to ask week after week. You know, like I, I put most of the blame on myself after after editing out the awkward silences, followed by "sup, hey." And then I mean, we could start uh start responding with like how we actually feel, like uh, terrible, or uh, you know, just uh, trying to survive with uh, infinite amounts of dread hanging over us all. Uh, but we're doing great otherwise. Thanks for asking, Mike. Yeah, other than that, everything's solid. Uh, before we go around and do some check-ins and everything, uh, we're excited. We're going to be talking a little bit later to the four people creating the Higher Head podcast, which is dropping next week. We're very excited to learn a little bit more about what they're going to be talking about on a week-to-week basis. So uh, that'll be coming up shortly after we talk about things that aren't important. Um, so stay tuned for that. We're excited about that. Uh, but let's let's get into. I guess we'll start with content corner, right? Should we start with content corner? Jason, you want to sing some shit? Content corner, yeah. There we go. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there we go. Um, all right. Yeah. Who wants to start? Does anybody have anything cool? I'll I'll start. Um, it's not new content, but I'm super excited because it is uh, popped up on Hulu. So for those of you who are fans of Schitt's Creek, you know Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. So for many years, they were doing basically improvised movies with uh, a guy named Christopher Guest. And a a vast majority of the catalog has dropped on Hulu. So, right, it's so exciting. And so uh, they kind of got their start with a movie called Waiting for Guffman, which was uh, basically a send-up of community theater. And then after that, they did my favorite of all of their movies called Best in Show, which is about uh, dog competitions. And it is truly absurd in the best way. Uh, So there's a number of them. There's that. There is uh, A Mighty Wind, which is about folk music. There's one called For Your Consideration about movie awards. Another good one. And it's... They're so good, and Eugene and Catherine, if you love them on Schitt's Creek, you're going to love them here. They're just such a, a tightly like acted and improvised kind of series of movies. Highly recommend um, all of the Christopher Guest movies on Hulu, so enjoy. I root for Eugene Levy based solely on the fact that he has massive eyebrows. Anytime someone with thick caterpillar eyebrows are making moves feels like there's hope you know he's your people he is my people i don't think he's armenian but i I'll, i mean i'll claim him sure right now three of the four people on the podcast have thick black frame glasses and still not as thick as your eyebrows like your <laughs> eyebrows outpace all of our glasses here's the thing nobody's gonna see this although i have well recording this when i put I'll on a screenshot when i put on oh, oh wow you can still see the eyebrows, though. Like, my eyebrows are bigger than the thick, <laughs> black-rimmed glasses. 
It's as the rest of us, it just looks like like a shadow from the glasses yeah. on our face. Yours, the glasses look like a shadow from your eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if I close my eyes tight, it's like an eclipse. It's like you remember those remember those those toys with the magnet stick and like the guy had all the like the the hair that you could like. Hear. It's like someone drew just two big eyebrows for Mike. That's all they they used all the magnet dust for eyebrows for Mike. Occasionally, somebody will say like, "Oh, do, do you want like? Is there something you want to do with those? Do you want to like clean those up a little bit?" And I'm terrified to know what that looks like. Because don't do sudden, it. Yeah, all of a sudden we're adding three more inches to my forehead, and that's never something people are asking for. <laughs> you know, no one's ever like, "Oh, more forehead." like you're it's like we would put your face in italics if we got rid of those your face would just immediately change <laughs> they're very handsome mike don't tell any don't let anyone tell you otherwise oh, thank you jason <laughs> again this is one of those things that again i've known mike for like 12 years now never would have noticed his eyebrows before but because we're always staring at each other in a rectangle his eyebrows are so much more pronounced yeah thanks quarantine it actually yeah, took are. me a while to see that there was a person and not just an eyebrow talking to me. <laughs> Honestly, if, if you think about it, you know those like uh, you could get there. They're always like bad disguises, right? Where it's like glasses that come with a nose and eyebrows. That's my face. <laughs> Rethinking my whole understanding of you, Mike. Right? You might just pull that whole face off one day. <laughs> I am deep in the CIA. This is this is all. I don't know what kind of information I could be gathering from the CIA. <laughs> Being an ex higher ed person who's unemployed right now, I am failing the CIA. Or are you? That's true. That's true. All right. We've so far we've covered one person's content. What else we got? So speaking of speaking of masks, uh, I found time to enjoy a movie this weekend uh, called Ready or Not. I don't know if anybody has, seen, has that. seen that. It's so good. It is. It is so good. It was. It was an hour and a half, and I did not expect it to be that great. I just, I, I had heard people talk about it, and I wanted to see it. I had some time, so we we plopped it on. Sunday afternoon, it was definitely worth the 90 minutes. That's that, a good was, one. that was a very fun ride. That's a good one. I like Ready or Not. Joel, it's kind of like a horror movie, but kind of not. You may not do well. No, it's it's pretty much exactly like a horror movie, Joel. Don't let them undersell <laughs> it. If you don't like horror movies, don't go into this movie thinking, maybe it's a horror movie. Edit this out, Mike. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in, Mike. Leave it in, Mike. Okay, which, which part of I thought you were about to say something uh, offensive. You're you're just saying edit out Billy talking about ready or not. Billy's talking about horror movies. I don't want to hear about horror oh, movies. Just the word. <laughs> I'm the phrase horror movie needs yeah. to be edited out. Yeah. All right. Leave so it in. What scary stuff were you watching then this week? Not much. Entertainment wise, been taking in a lot of like home improvement how-to videos and stuff um we moved into the new place got everything pretty settled but you start building storage for closets and uh we have some new parts of a home that we've never had before so trying to figure out how to take care of those things so just a lot of maintenance stuff lately probably going to nice. be building some closet shelving here soon we need Either to get you a reality show 
No, no, because there's yeah. just there's a lot, just of, a lot of seeing and, and, and like, like going to the fridge for more beers and everything. <laughs> I I'm fully on board with this reality show in Joel building out my nook, uh, and I'm there to uh, narrate and uh, make it entertaining. There you go. So all we need all we need to record is Joel fixing up Jason's nook. And then I think that makes it higher ed content. Like we can post that on the higher ed. There's going to be a washer dryer there. So no dice. I've already told Jason he's not coming back. He's so. not coming back. Yeah. I'm moving into the attic. <laughs> um, I watched too many movies this weekend. And I'm usually not a movies person. But before we get into the movies, I'm just going to plug I May Destroy You one more time. There were only five or six episodes into the first season. It's not too late to get on board. I don't want to spoil anything, uh, but it's really, really good. I really think it's the best show on television right now, and it is such raw material that's covered in such a realistic way, and somehow it's still turned into funny moments and engaging things. It's really, really good. So uh, DM me. I will send you my HBO password if you don't have it, and we'll get you on board with I May Destroy You. Um, um, as far as movies though, I, I really, I fired through three movies this weekend and we'll go in order of ones you should watch. Everyone should stop what they're doing right now and go watch Palm Springs. Don't read anything about it. It's on Hulu. It's with Andy Samberg and Kristen Malucci. No, Malati. Malati, uh, from How I Met Your Mother. The it mother. Is, the mother. Yeah. Well, I, hey, spoiler. 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 <laughs> it is so good. It is so, so good and a fun, a fun watch. Everybody should go see that. And then we watched um, The Old Guard on Netflix with Charlize Theron, which uh, also good, a little weirder. Uh, and I'll, you know what? I will watch anything Charlize Theron is in, and not in a weird way. She's really, really good. She is just I, she's probably top five acting right now. I think I can say that. I'm going to go on that hill. I love Charlize Theron. Um, Mad Max. Can't go wrong. Mad Max, yeah. Also, you can tell me she's like 28, 68. Those are the Anywhere range. in between. Yeah. I was, then I was going to say like eight, and I was like, I wouldn't believe eight, so I'm not going to say eight. Is she in her 40s? Movie, yeah. I would watch a movie where she played an eight-year-old. Remember yeah. Jack the movie? You remember Jack? Yeah. Where Robin Williams played like a, a, a child that had the, the yeah. disorder. I would watch Charlize Throne Jackie and, and Jackie exactly. Hollywood, Netflix, make yeah. that happen. I'm gonna make a couple, send a couple texts. Make a couple right calls, now to get yeah. green lit. Um, and then we watched Tom Hanks's new movie that's on Apple Plus. I'm just shouting out all the streaming networks that dropped flicks this weekend. Um, and I love Tom Hanks. I'm like pretty into World War II movies. I I didn't like this. Uh, I liked watching Tom Hanks. I thought he was great, uh, but I don't know. Listen, there's like 12 lines of dialogue in the whole thing, but everybody repeats it because <laughs> they took it like very seriously, like when you're on a boat. So they'll be like, uh, "Turn, we gotta uh, turn, turn the rudder to starboard," and then somebody will be like, "Turn the rudder to starboard, or starboard, starboard, starboard," and then like everybody yells it and then comes back. And it was like, "Oh, I, you only need to do that once because it's the movies." You know, like, I don't need to hear whatever. Now we're getting mad about stuff we don't need to get mad about. <laughs> it just should have been better because it was Tom Hanks 
there was a lot of money involved. I love. I want to watch Tom Hanks in World War II movies. I, I read a I read a tweet or something about it that was like, it's almost as long as an afternoon nap, but not nearly as exciting. Right. <laughs> Excellent. And the the selling point is it's ninety minutes. Like, I'll watch ninety minute movie because that's I'll watch bad TV that's an hour long. So. I can watch a bad movie for 30 more minutes. And it wasn't bad. It's just, it was the third one we watched, and the other two were so, so good that it was a little bit of a letdown. I just don't understand how watch this trash movie, it's short, is uh, a marketing ploy. Uh, But in a way, I believe it. Here we go. I mean, it's working for Quibi. Oh! It is not working for Quibi. No, it's not. We have now mentioned... Quibi twice on the uh, the podcast. One, it was it was a really nice mention. This one, not a nice mention. What so. was the first nice mention? Uh, the 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 game is that the is that the discussion the we show. had? The game, oh, yeah. but spelled G A Y. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the game show. Yep. Yes. Oh, okay. I think with like, Matt Rogers. Oh right, Matt Rogers. That now I remember. I remember that now. I think it's it's actually surprising we didn't get a show on Quibi for what they're churning out right now. I think like there's no reason we couldn't have had a show. Anna Kendrick and a sex doll, the four of us. It's yeah. uh, uh, they sit right next to each other. Makes sense. There's no reason. There's no reason we couldn't have a show. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what am I missing here? I miss a uh, lot this summer. I am missing so much. The other day, I didn't even know that, that Trump was doing his rally at uh, Mount Rushmore. I, I walked out and it was on the news. I was like, what the hell is this? I'm so out of it this summer. I'm so are out you, of it. Are you that close to Mount Rushmore? No, no, I, I, I did not walk out oh. to Mount Rushmore. That's no. what it sounded. It sounded like you opened the door and you were like, I know that to you, people get here. What? <laughs> I know that to you on the East Coast, everything is just all one conglomeration <laughs> here in the middle of the country. But Michigan and whatever state Mount Rushmore is in are very far apart. It's I, in one of the Dakotas, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. I want to make it. All right, clear flip that a coin, I... South Dakota. <laughs> very good. Did I get that one right? Yes, you got it right. Okay. I want to make it clear, I did know that. I knew that it was different states, but the way that it was said, it made it sound like, <laughs> ah, why are all these people here <laughs> in my house? All I'm saying is I have never felt this disconnected from the world. I didn't know Anna Kendrick had a sex doll show. I didn't know the president was speaking at Mount Rushmore to hillbillies and yokels. I didn't. I just don't know things right now. But you know what I, I do mean, know? You know what I do know? Here we go. What do you know? The University of Wisconsin is now in the in the lead for weirdest university seal I've seen. It's basically the Illuminati. It's it, not basically the Illuminati. It is the Illuminati. If you have a degree from the University of Wisconsin, I'm now skeptical. I, like I am now thinking you might be part of something. So what, what about it makes it Illuminati? Describe it for us, Billy. It's just the eye. Like that's the whole seal. It's just the eye and then some Latin. You put those two things together, Illuminati. That'll do it. I think what I like about this is the Illuminati is usually centered around the liberal elite. I wouldn't say liberal elite, but the elite. You think of Yale. You think of, I don't, I don't want to say Dartmouth because I don't know if that's true. The only one I know is Yale. But you think of those institutions. 
here comes University of Wisconsin. They're like, hey, you know what? We're also the Illuminati. They're breaking stereotypes. I they're like the, they're like the, they're the big 10 Illuminati. Yes. They're not the Ivy League Illuminati. They're the big 10 Illuminati. And they're only playing with other Illuminati's within their conference this year. They're not going to associate themselves with the Illuminati's outside the big 10, but they're still going to play football games is what I'm getting at. <laughs> is that the plural for Illuminati is Illuminati's? <laughs> I mean, sure. Illuminata. Illuminados. Illuminatics. <laughs> Oh, right. I, did I derail is, us enough? Can, no, this can, is perfect. This is no, perfect that, because that I wins think, for like best transition ever on this show. I think. Absolutely. <laughs> I think the most important thing is we know that there's no freezer Friday or freezer updates <laughs> anymore, and we've just pivoted to just like what fucking weird seal you looked at this week. I mean, I've transitioned from freezer Friday to get your workout gear advice from Billy recently. Yeah. I, I texted pictures yeah. of stuff today. I was like will this work? And he was like, no, but yes. So it was very helpful, Billy. Thank you. No, but yes. I literally have the Rogue shirt on too. That yeah. ties it together there. So if you have workout equipment questions, humans Readers, higher ed. Get at us. Tweet us your workout equipment questions. And Billy will talk you through it next week. Can't talk to you about current events, pop culture, what the government's doing. Oh my god! But you want to talk about university seals and workout equipment? I'm your guy. So we're recording on Tuesday. The big news that came out today um, that you know about and probably has already changed by the time you're listening to this. Um, literally eight minutes into the court case of Harvard, MIT, and all the other higher ed, higher ed institutions, associations suing um, ICE over their July sixth rules on um, international students need to take in-person classes in order to stay in the U.S. Um, the government rescinded that regulation and went back to the pre or the early COVID regulations they put in place back in March, um, which is a huge victory. Um, you know, the government obviously saw the backlash, which, you know, is great that you know, so many institutions, so many professionals, so many legislators came and shared the value of international students on our campuses and for, you know, our organizations and our classes and, you know, everything they bring to higher education. And so it's a big victory. Um, I'm sure there's some caveats that we need to dig into in the, you know, in that rescinding, you know, to make sure they can't reinstitute something similar. Um, down the line, but you know, good news out of that today for higher ed. I don't, I don't have any facts about this, but this has got to be like one of the quickest turnarounds, right? Like, uh, it was a very quick about face because when I like, can't remember when that came down, that was just like a couple weeks ago, right? I have yeah, no was, idea of time anymore. So it was a, it was a week ago. It was right after July fourth, I think. And I mean, it's like I was, I caught the, the Twitter threads about it. And the court, the case started at 3 p.m. They capped the Zoom at like 620 people. And like eight minutes later, the verdict was done. The wow. government like said, we're rescinding it. That's amazing. So, yeah. I mean, they had to know, right? Like it, it was obviously a, a ploy from the beginning as, as Billy kind of shared the other week, right? Like 
this was a very calculated move with a very calculated outcome. And they had to know that, that people were going to rebel. And it just it makes this entire administration, it, it shows how evil they are. And I, I don't know if there's anything beyond that. I mean, it's, and it's also, you know, it's great that it's rescinded, but like the past three years and, and beyond that, the damage is done. And, you know, the prestige of American higher ed on, on the international scene is, is much lower. Um, and, you know, we can't even, you know, countries won't even let Americans visit right now because we are the worst in the world as far as dealing with COVID. And so, I mean, you know, it's great that international students now have a place to study right. in the U.S., but who wants to come here? Like, like we are doing very badly at this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting. Like, yes, they can all go online. Like, I mean, you know, if international students, I think what the other issue was, is like, would this throw into chaos schools making those July deadline decisions right. of opening, you know, in some form or fashion or going online and, and now it's easier for schools to go online because, you know, he's also like 45 is also threatening federal funding for schools that don't open in person. And all the legality there is saying, BS, you can't do that. Um, and so schools now have a, more options to go full online, which is, you know, it may be safer. We're five weeks away from schools in Texas reopening and Texas is just a hotbed. Um, yeah. you know, for one example. So it's great to see that it was a quick turnaround because that was, that was frightening for a lot of people. There was a, uh, Axios. I don't know if any of you are, are big, uh, Axios folks on, on the fence about them, but, uh, it's a daily email you can get. They have a whole channel and everything. Um, but there was a, there was a, a survey. They had the results for this morning of parents in America. And this is, you know, this is more to the you know, K through 12 education or the higher education. Uh, but it, it was interesting how many now Republicans have even turned on the idea of in-person school for the fall. You know, for, for, I think you could imagine for the first time, it was more Republicans were concerned about going back to school in the fall than were not concerned. And so if you extrapolate that, if, if this doesn't go well, if this, you know, if this fall is just, just throwing gasoline on the fire, this does not go well for the Republican Party and the buffoon in, in chief. Like this is, this is a gamble on their part to not just lose the presidency, but to lose everything. Right. I mean, every race is up for grabs if this, if this fall goes horribly. And I know I'm, you know, a downer, but I still can't see any way. I mean, we had the post today uh, about, you know, schools offering like a fully enclosed ventilated helmet to let professors profess. It looked like we shouldn't need helmet. to do that. We shouldn't need that. That's, that's, if, if it gets to the point where I have to be Darth Vader to teach a class, there's got to be another way to do it, right? Got to be. It's 2020. There's got to be another way to do it. But I really want one of those masks, Billy. I really want one. Mass, it did look pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I know I know you can't breathe underwater in one of those, but it looks like you could. I, to to your point though, Billy, I think about about risk taking, right? And I think about having to make calculated decisions. 
And, and when you make a, a decision that is, is rooted in the idea of risk, you typically mitigate and plan as much as you can that that risk is going to pay off in your favor, right? So you, you put whatever in motion that you have to that you're going to have a, a favorable outcome. And what is so real right now is we have a government, we have people in the Department of Education who are making that risk without any calculations of what will happen and without anything in place to uh, move that from a, a likely good risk to anything else, right? Like it's just a, we're just throwing shit against the wall and we're going to see what happens, you know, hell or high water. Yeah. And that's uh, pretty terrifying. For a little gambling analogy, like if you're playing blackjack, you have, you have information at your control that you can use to make these decisions. And that, that would fall under calculated risk category. I would argue what the government is doing is saying, put it on 33, baby. <laughs> like, let's spin that roulette wheel and let's- I was gonna it. say, is 33 still a blackjack reference? Cause that's way ever 21 might. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> We've pivoted to roulette. We've pivoted to roulette. Um, but that's what it feels like. That's not, it, it's, it is not a calculated risk. It is, it is gamble without any sort of guidance uh, when they are responsible for guidance. <laughs> like both, both at like state and federal levels we're seeing. And I get it, right? This is really difficult and there are no easy answers, but that doesn't mean we say F it and put it on 33. <laughs> At least, you know, go on either red or black, right? So it's a 50-50 chance uh, as opposed to one out of how many numbers are in roulette? 64? Uh, so no, less. But I think it's zero. less. There's two. There's zero and then there's snake eyes. Yeah. So it's never a 50-50 shot. Right. No. The house always wins. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm glad. Just like the house wins over going to class in person. The house <laughs> always wins. <laughs> Oh, God. I hate Every, myself for that, Joe. Yeah, everybody's crying together right now. Yeah. All right. I We ended on a super positive note uh, for this <laughs> section of the podcast. Uh, we're excited. We should have just dunked on Trump. That's all we needed to do was dunk and go. That was the plan. <laughs> dunk a roots. <laughs> I was waiting for, like, some supreme dunk and uh, still waiting, Billy. Fuck that guy. How about that? That's a dunk. <laughs> Beautiful. Well done. All right. We're excited to go now to talk with the Higher Head podcast. Uh, we'll drop some information in the podcast notes so that you can easily follow along. Uh, follow them on Insta, subscribe, and download their podcast. We'll put all that information on the podcast notes. So enjoy this interview. All right. We're so excited today to be joined by the members of the Higher Head podcast. You can find them at the Higher Head podcast on Instagram. Uh, their first episode of their new podcast is dropping, uh, I was going to say a week from today, but you're probably going to hear this tomorrow, so that's not helpful. <laughs> it's on the 22nd. Uh, we're joined by Jordan, Shaq, and Fernando. Uh, thanks for joining us. We're so excited to talk to you about your podcast. Man, no problem. Thanks for having us. So, yeah, thank you for having us. Oh, of course. Uh, also, as uh, we discussed prior to starting to record, but uh, the second guest ever of the Humans of Higher Ed podcast, a very big deal. A very big deal. Put it um, on the resume. Yes. This is going to land me my next job. Skill. Oh my gosh, we hope so. If this yes. lands you your next job, we need to know this is this is huge. Yeah, I'm telling will... everybody. 
<laughs> it will be the only productive thing that has come from this. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the Higher Head podcast. So it's, there's four of you, right, that are a new, new-ish professionals. Is that right? For sure. I can go ahead. And, and uh, so the podcast itself, um, we're kind of just focusing on beyond higher education, health, wellness, and what that looks like within uh, higher education as well. Um, and with us being new uh, higher ed professionals or new-ish higher ed professionals, we've uh, all had some roles within the higher education system, um, but bringing our opinions and our perspectives and conversations that we don't normally have outside of our circle um, and making sure that we can uh, expand those conversations. Um, I'm pretty sure people have these conversations as well um, within themselves, but um, bringing it to a larger platform or even um, expanding some people's thoughts if they're not um, thinking about certain things. So um, our topics are very evolving, um, not just within higher education, but um, you know, like I said, within health and wellness as well. So we're uh, just kind of branch out on those uh, and reach some different people as well. That's awesome. Now, I have to ask too, is this something that has been in the works for a little bit or was this similar to how we started doing a podcast? We were stuck inside long enough that we're like, we need to do something productive with this. <laughs> but I, I would say we talked about, oh, we should do a podcast or we should do something that's creative and like an outlet for us. And it never, like it was still a thing. It was always vocalized. And I think once it was confirmed, we would be in the house almost till December. Yeah. Like maybe we should um, actually put some fire under this and with we talked about it and i want to say as soon as july 1st hit we had july 22nd mapped out as a date and now we're a week away that's awesome that's very exciting i want to know where did you all meet how did you join up what's your story that brought you together to want to do this kind of creative <laughs> endeavor um that's funny uh i think all have <laughs> different connection points. Um, mm -hmm. So Fernando and I actually, uh, we were in the same graduate program together at the University of San Francisco. Um, so that's how we met. We we're in the same cohort and um, we developed a friendship of, over time, two years uh, within that. And then Jordan and I have known each other for... <laughs> If it's not five years, it's going on six years. Six yeah. years. <laughs> um, and so we've been really good friends um, since the beginning of undergrad, pretty much. Um, and Hannah uh, is a mutual friend of Jordan's, who um, I also met um, last summer during an internship. So um, our circles kind of all connected within that. Um, and then as far as the podcast, Fernando and I were actually talking about having a podcast originally because we have astronomical conversations every time we link together and, <laughs> uh, we were actually thinking about you know we should just record our conversations and just upload it as a podcast and uh, when Jordan brought the idea to me I had to take it to Fernando as well definitely I think that Jordan has done an amazing job at just connecting everybody and just kind of getting us started and being just the main person to bring the initiative and kind of put everything together so that's awesome so uh, another follow-up question uh -oh. Uh, oh, this is this is good. You know it's going to be good. Uh, okay, okay. Humans of higher ed, the four of us, we've never been in the same room together. Mm -hmm. Have the four of you all been together at one time in the same place? <laughs> I have never met Fernando in person. <laughs> so that's, but everybody else I've been in the same room with before. That's great. I, I have been in the same room with everyone. 
<laughs> but not at the same but not time. at the same time no yeah. not at the same time so i've met everyone right. physically but not at the same time yes right yeah we're a little concerned if we all get in the same room at the same time like something bad happens i think it's almost been good that we haven't been in the same room at the same time we were so close we were supposed to like <laughs> yeah. we were gonna we were gonna finally all be together uh mm -hmm. at south by southwest and then COVID hit so yeah. i hope you four uh, have uh, better luck on yeah. convening <laughs> as one unit without a global pandemic getting yeah. in your way. I believe so. in you, though. You can do Thank this. You. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think one of, the, one of the things we get asked all the time, uh, mm -hmm. and I don't think that we're qualified for lots of reasons to answer this question, <laughs> Um, but we always hear anytime we're like, Hey, we're going to answer some questions on the pod. Everyone's like, what's your advice for young professionals coming into the field? <laughs> and I think for, for me, <laughs> this feels like a good opportunity to actually ask young professionals in the field. Are you versus... sure about that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is going in your resume. Come on. <laughs> I'll go beyond the resume now. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we all can give a little bit. Anybody wants to go first? That's a good question, though. Yeah, it's much more fun to ask it than answer it. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> I will. I will shoot us off, and then hopefully my colleagues and my friends will join in. I think specifically being a COVID grad is what I call it, and being like a pseudo new professional, it's this idea of putting your mental health first. So you've survived, you've survived your graduate program and you're in transition to your next role, but it's important to be in touch with your mental health because things intensify just a little bit more. And if you aren't at a solid foundation, at least for me, it may, you should take some time to do that work before you step into your next role because it, life really kicks in. I won't say it begins because everyone's lived experience mm -hmm. begins at a different time, but it definitely takes a sound mind to, to just be resilient, even though we use that word in student affairs a lot. Yeah. That's great too. Cause I think that's something that we figure out later, usually, right? Yeah. That's the idea. It's like, Oh, we'll fit. I'll work on myself when, once I need to. No, no. We need to right away. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, I think for me, it would just going off of that, it would be um, not only taking care of your mental health, but taking care of yourself. Um, physically as well and just like mind body soul kind of thing um, because they all need to be intact to kind of do the work and and you're not just doing the work for you or the students um, you like you have to be there physically to do the work and the only way that that can be done is if you take care of yourself um, and so just knowing where you um, stand within who you are and what how much stress you can take or how many things you can take on and, and even though if you are a new professional you might be excited to do everything um, you still have to limit yourself because there's always time um, so, you know, there's always time to pick up a new project or pick up something new. And I think for me, that's something I've had to tell myself recently, um, especially with everything going on. I can't be around too many people, so <laughs> probably shouldn't take on too many projects. Um, and so I think that's something to, to think about as well. Boundaries. Yes. Love it. <laughs> I think always remember why you chose this path, why you chose your career. And also, I believe that in higher education, in our profession, there's a lot of changes and challenges within the career. So always remember what role do you want to play within your community and how, how are you going to most effectively, you know, play that role and how are you going to help the people that are around you? Yeah, that's great. I love all of that. And I think about 
right now we're living in a time of trauma, right? Like so many people are having to endure pretty significant traumatic things on a daily basis. And we don't have anywhere to go. We don't have any way to, to really deal with it other than compartmentalize. So do you all have some, I really appreciate you talking about, you have to start with yourselves. You have to remember why you're on this journey and you have to take care of yourself, mind, body, and soul. So do you have uh, maybe a couple tips for people to get started on that journey other than subscribing to your podcast and listening uh, on a regular basis? Uh, which oh, subscribing to the do. podcast. Subscribing to the podcast will give you endless good skin. So that's a definite. <laughs> that's a definite plus. I, for me, I think just the podcast was that for me during this time, and I know who I am holistically, and that I do relieve stress when I am at my most creative. So being able to have a hand in the creative design of our podcast as far has really helped me release all that's going on and it's about knowing yourself so what is going to bring you the most peace um because my thing was mental health so like what can you do what can you invite into your life what can you create that you can invest some of that energy and, and trauma into and birth something beautiful yeah and i know i know we shouted this out before we started recording so it feels important to shout it out while we're recording but please check out the artwork and all the designs for uh, the promo stuff uh, for the Higher Head podcast, which you did, Jordan, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, it, and sure it did. is awesome. It is really Thank good. You. So, Thank um, you. So I, and I also totally understand the idea of like needing to create during a time where it feels like we can't do anything. That's really the only reason this podcast started. And it, <laughs> it, 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 there's almost some uh, relief and feeling frustrated about having to do something where I'm like, oh man, I got to edit this crap. Like I hate anything, but it's like, okay, no, it's good to be mad at something again versus right. not having any responsibility. So I totally, I totally get that. I think going back to answer the question for people who are trying to figure themselves out or trying to figure out what's, what best works for them. Um, I say be adventurous. I think a lot of times we're scared that we won't succeed or something or something won't fit us. But the only way that you know is by like doing it yourself and kind of making sure that you tried it at least once or um, you know that you were like okay that was for me that wasn't for me or this is kind of the path I'm like finding new things I think I find hobbies and other people's hobbies so I'm like oh that looks cool maybe I should try that um, and gardening and I, I started gardening I love plants now and growing things and and all that stuff so I, I like that's kind of how I built myself and figuring out who I am because there's a lot of, of things just as much as like we only know about like being a lawyer a doctor or a fireman when you're growing up you know there's only a limited amount of hobbies that you know in an experience so unless you ask like what do you like to do and try it you, you wouldn't really know who you are and trying to figure out those things and situating yourself in that now did you hate plants prior to this like was this a drastic change or were plants just like not in the forethought and then all of a sudden you're like oh wait i actually do like plants no definitely uh plants were not in the forethought of like having them in my house because i also don't like bugs so i was like all right spiders roaches like all that stuff can't come in here so i would try to keep them out um but like after, I think my summer in, in Virginia um, that I was working at Virginia Commonwealth, um, I had a friend who was doing gardening and she's like, if you put your hands in dirt, it's good for your mental health. And I was like, all right, sure. And it was actually really relaxing. So. <laughs> yeah. That's great to know. I did not know that. 
I want to go back to if you put your hands in dirt, right? Like what a beautiful tagline to get like, because I think about like when we were little kids, we loved dirt. Like we loved mud. We in, in at some point in our, our journey to becoming a a proper adult, uh, we were trained not to do that. So that really resonates in a really silly, but delightful way. Also Shaq, are you playing animal crossing? I am not playing Animal Crossing. A lot of people have told me to actually get on it, but no, I'm not. There are so many plants. There are so many plants. All of the plants. So many. I like that. I Shaq is really interested in the in plants, and Jason's like, "Hey, have you heard about this video game?" <laughs> that's like that's not plants but they've got plants in it but not real plants <laughs> like that's i applaud jason's creativity jason <laughs> you continue to play animal crossing and release him and take care of your mental health <laughs> i appreciate you saying that my island is terrible no one <laughs> oh, should God. ever ever go visit my island it is an atrocity uh but i own it and i'm comfortable with having a <laughs> trash all, island all we need in 2020 that's all you need <laughs> it's true oh, though great. it's true <laughs> so what else are you all doing right now uh in this crazy time of being new professionals and going on, you know, what is basically a pretty creative endeavor and a challenging endeavor, right? Like producing content is, is challenging. So what, what are other creative outlets that you guys engage in? Do you produce music or paint or draw or tell bad jokes on Instagram? What, what are your other outlets? Wait, what'd you, you say? say what? No, the bad, the bad jokes are Jordan. <laughs> I, my jokes are not bad. They're just for a certain audience, okay? Uh, but to your, to your question, I, I didn't have a creative outlet until I got the podcast. So after I graduated, it was, it was a lull of what do you do now if you're not working, which I knew would be dangerous to carry in to a full-time role because I would then essentially dedicate eight to 12 hours of my day working. Um, So for me, it was accepting or identifying the fact that I needed to find something creative. But outside of that, I am not unfamiliar with a good meal. I enjoy cooking when it (laughs) is comfortable to me. And then there's some moments where I just need to order in because it's not, I, I can't, I can't give any more to the kitchen. So for me, it's cooking. And as far as the content and I'll let everybody else add, I have been very almost, it's hard to be almost a little intimidating to want to release so much content because we are going through a time that we don't want to cross sensitivity levels and we don't want to impact our communities in a negative way. So it's finding what what our audience wants and what that's going to be like. And since we're a new podcast, we have that time. And as of now, it's uplifting other social platforms that we see around us and kind of learning what it takes to be that platform or that figure in a social environment, at least for me. Yeah. For me, it's, I I also enjoy cooking. um, And I just moved into my new apartment. And so I have my own kitchen now and I've been cooking like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I was like, okay, this is a lot of food. Probably just So I do enjoy cooking, but I think my biggest outlet is video games. I'll jump on a RPG real quick and 
just go ahead. Uh, we got to talk. <laughs> I, I also have feelings and opinions on RPGs in particular. <laughs> so we can be best friends after this. I'm, I'm all in. Um, and I, I have spent countless hours of just playing video games. And, I, and that's my release at the end of the day. Even after work, I just come home, jump on the game for a couple hours and then cook. That's literally like the flow for me. So um, I, I, I keep that creativity and just finding new dishes or just, you know, hopping on um, PlayStation and, and hopping on there. Shaquille what's, is 14. What's, what's the dish you've been, oh, I'm sorry. I, you just said a handle and I talked <laughs> over it. So you <laughs> cool. shout that handle out one more time. Shaquille it with K-I-L-L-I-N-I-T 14. Shaquille there we go. What uh, as of right now? What's like the your favorite dish or the dish that you've been most surprised by that you've made positively surprised by? I love seafood, and so I'm always gonna go with some garlic shrimp pasta. Yes. And the way that I like make my own Alfredo sauce, but you know, I'm, that's it right there. That's good. I'm in. I'm in. I'll subscribe. We're coming over. We're eating food. We're playing video games. Came on. A move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course uh i think that for me it's been taking care of myself like working out eating better i won't deny that grad school was kind of tough and i think i played a big toll on my health so i think i get into a routine of running and going to the gym and eating healthier avoiding so much chocolate which is one of my big addictions and uh um, yeah, just kind of focusing on, on that, eating, eating a little better, definitely, and just kind of enjoying time with family. I had a very low moment, maybe about two weeks ago, where it just kind of felt like nothing was going right, and I might or might not have procured five pounds of Reese's peanut butter cups. Uh, you can get five pounds of Reese's peanut butter cups on Amazon for twenty nine ninety nine. Um and I know Amazon is evil, but they have five pounds of Reese's peanut butter cups available for purchase. And so I, uh, I, I did it. I think anytime, anytime we're weighing chocolate in pounds, we got to take a step back, I think. But I support the fact that you wanted to tell us that, and we are here for you. Um, our email is thehigherheadpodcast at gmail.com. And however we can be of support to this, we're all for it. I feel, I feel like Jordan's like right behind me every time I say something at Jason. Jordan's like, but also we love you and we hear you. We, we, that's what we need. It's all about positivity. That's right. Yes. And you know, to be to be completely honest, it feels like in higher ed right now there is a, a lack of positivity, and so I'm so excited that that we have some voices lifting other people up right now uh, because these are, are really grim days for a lot of people and it's really challenging. So just a sincere thank you for like committing to lifting other people up and lifting voices up. And it's, it's so needed. And so I'm just, I'm really glad to have your voice and your, your input out there in our community doing this. Yeah, I think that's what was exciting when you when you reached out uh, because there's not. I mean, there are a lot of other higher ed podcasts, but I, not ones that we've interacted with too much. And to see um, to see some younger professionals who are excited about it and uh, are going to bring so much to the table. And again, can't stop shouting out the artwork. Who are going to bring dope artwork <laughs> to the table? We're here for it, so we're we're excited. We're excited you're on board. Um, 
I wanted to ask one more question before before we wrap yeah. up, unless Jason, you have you have something else too. No, we're good. Um, I wanted to ask what what's something that you're like really excited to share with people. So like you you've been having these conversations and you're like, oh, this would be a great podcast to record. Is there like something? And it doesn't have to be like specific information, but whether it's um, like a segment or uh, I'm doing a bad job explaining this, so I'll have to edit it. You're doing great. We're here with you. (laughs) This is what I'm talking about, Jordan. I'm back on. (laughs) Don't cut it, Mike. Don't cut it. (laughs) You're doing great. But is there something that you're like, oh, I am so excited for the, the education world, for the young professional world to hear this? Ooh. That you know, I can tell by this pause right now, it was either a great question or it was a really bad question, but there was definitely no in between. <laughs> I think it was a great question. Yes. And um, the reason I think it's a great question is because our like direction of the podcast is to have organic conversations with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not to like, we'll have our own opinions, but we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we come with facts and we come with details that other people can go and research on their own to form their own opinion. Um, and so I think I would probably be excited to like have other people interact with us after I think we're thinking about like how we can interact with everyone after they listen to a podcast and have those conversations outside of ourselves um, mm-hmm. and, and have those conversations with everyone else. Um, all, whether it be a friend from a long time ago that we haven't connected with or a stranger. Um, and, and for me, I think that's the, the part that I'm really excited about is just um, being able to have conversations that I'm passionate about that like people tell me that I talk about too much sometimes, um, but like to have that platform to do that, to just talk about it and, and then be able to talk about it with other people and um, share that. So I'm, I'm excited to just connect with, with the community. I won't yeah, make you all of, answer if you don't want to. I, I felt that coming. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm still thinking on this when I, I was Beyonce and just don't know what to do now. No, I think, <laughs> I think for me, it's not so much a specific segment or message. I think the podcast itself is just a piece of what the brand will stand to be. So I want, I'm excited to see the community that it does develop over the next we'll say six months there's some things that are going to come from this that will be inclusive it will build build a stronger presence in our field it will make people feel like they're a part of something that's not so academic that there's a social aspect to the work that we do and i I hope that i know that it's going to be a great ride that's awesome we're going to have to have you back on in like four three or four months and we're going to have to see where we're at. My calendar's a little booked, but I, I think I can do it. I love, <laughs> I love that we're booked three or four months out. <laughs> booked and blessed. Booked and blessed. Yes. That's my new tagline. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, here's what I really hope for the four of you. Is that is you know humans of higher ed has has progressed, in and we've continued to churn out new content. It it is frequently as a, a content creator been one of the highlights of my week, and just having that that kinship and that bond of creating together is 
is such a beautiful community to be able to make and to really create those bonds. And so I'm excited for you all to uh, be able to engage in that as well and, and really take advantage of each other in just that uh, kinship of creation. It's a, a great community. So excited to see what, what this does for each of you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Seriously, this has been great. Uh, again, congratulations on the podcast, on being the second guest ever for Humans Hey, Huge. Bam, 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 bam. The first episode's dropping Wednesday, July 22nd. That's correct, yes. right? Yes. Uh, yes, sir. We can follow on Insta at the uh, Higher Ed. Higher, the higher Head. Head Podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I almost say human higher head every time. Every time. Listen, say we're it. in that category now, so we're all family. It's all <laughs> good. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Man, Jordan taking all my mistakes and just, just lifting them up as praise. <laughs> um, but yeah, make sure you follow. Make sure you, uh, everyone listening, go like, subscribe. All right, thanks to the friends from the Higher Head Podcast. Again, check our podcast notes so you can make sure you go download their pod, follow them on Insta, all those fun things. We'll be sharing more stuff from them. So thanks again for having them come on as we end our week's podcast, as we do every week. Let's talk about some of the things we are excited about, huh? What's, what, what are the things that are going to make us smile in the next seven days? <laughs> Nothing. Uh. <laughs> I know I shared this on my own personal stuff. I also shared it on the higher ed stuff. We've been working on a new podcast called Low Tide, um, and it's a comedic scripted podcast. Uh, if you're familiar with Welcome to Night Vale, it's something similar to that, but we're basically taking NPR uh, of, for a made up community, like local public radio for a made up community. Uh, and every episode is probably like 15 to 18 minutes. It's a couple of different sketches that are funny enough on their own that you'll laugh at it, but together it kind of blows out the universe a little bit. Uh, and I'm writing for them and also doing some voiceover stuff. I think it's going to be a lot of fun and I haven't had any ch- anything to plug comedically in four months. So for the love of God, go download that. Uh, and the first episode's coming out this Monday. So I'll put that in the program, the podcast notes too, so you can have a chance to be forced to download it. <laughs> so that's what I'm looking forward to. I this was a pre-pandemic goal, but I've been saving money every paycheck. I've been saving my allowance um, <laughs> for a new bike. Mm. Uh, never owned like I've always wanted to bike in the city, and moving to Roslindale, um, there's a much better bike path in the city than there was in Dorchester. Um, and so even though my company is no, is not returning to the office in any form or fashion anytime soon, um, still thinking about getting a bike this weekend and, uh, nice little alternative for this winter and the, or for this summer. And then, you know, if we do go back to work or I need to go into the city, I can bike in rather than relying on the team. That's very exciting. Yeah. I rode a bike a couple of years ago. Um, and it was pretty horrific, so uh, I don't think I'll be doing that. Um, I think for me, what I'm, what I'm really looking forward to is I see the end of this part of the relay race in the, uh, the, the startup, right? So I've been working really hard on a lot of COVID-related restart things for the college, and finally starting to see that come to fruition 
and some of that work uh, take root. And so um, just excited to have this phase almost handled uh, so we can start worrying about the next phase. Uh, but just getting to this point uh, has been a, a pretty significant lift for myself and a whole lot of other people. So um, just really glad that, that we're rounding this, this part um, and getting to the next. So excited to see what new fresh hell um, <laughs> arises in the, the next few weeks. Uh, maybe the murder hornets will come back, who knows? That's how we have to end every positive thing. We're like, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. And then, you know, we open the next door and see what shit's on me. <laughs> Murder hornets. Uh, hornets. Speaking of poops, Billy, you got anything? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> just another, another week where I just hope it's at least quick. You another know what I'm saying? You get those? You get those yes. weeks? Yes. It's like, I just hope, I hope this week is not a long week. Another but do you uh, get to look at seals this week? I I probably will sloth through some more seals. I love That's it. a a good week. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for joining everybody. Thanks to the Higher Head Podcast people. We were it was great having them on. Um, I think that's it, right? We did it. We still don't have any music, probably to no fault but our own. Um, so we're going to play you out with some arcade fire. <laughs> no, we're I'm not. Kidding. I don't think that's the thing. Actually, I think, I think we can play 15 seconds of whatever we want. Sure, sure. Just, just loop those 15 seconds over and over again. Over and over. Play the Screw Venture you, theme. Apple. Wait, what'd you say, Joel? Play the Venture Brothers theme. <laughs> to the... We're going to play some Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again for joining. We out.